I'm Molly. And this is... Stupid, Stupid Genius. Genius. Welcome. How do you feel, Molly? Do you feel better? Still the same? No, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling <laughs> good. Why are you laughing? No. Why are you laughing? I'm not. I'm not. I I'm feeling good. Look at me. I've got makeup on. Yeah, yeah. I can do full sentences without my voice breaking. That's true. Every now and then, though, you do enter a teenage boy. Oh, I know. I voiced it yesterday and I was like, oh. But how weird. It's literally like a month. I don't know what's going on. But no, no, I'm actually, I'm feeling good. January's nearly over, which is bloody fantastic. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, yeah. I had a deflated day yesterday, but like also it's just, it's one of those things. Yeah, it was just one of one of those days that I think when you're dealing with um, like quantitative data in like biomechanics, you'll go to it one day will be fine, you'll go to it the next, and it'll be like messing up, computers crashing because it can't handle the amount of files and data you've got. It was that day, and I, I just wanted to go through and check and uh, make sure everything was running smoothly, and it decided to be like, no, fuck you. But I reckon if I check it today, it'll be like, yeah, chilling. Yeah. So it was just like one of those days and then I was just tired. Then went climbing because I thought it was going to help me. Then and did it not? Oh my God, no. Everyone, everyone was pissing me off at climbing. And like that really never happens. Yeah. Which is wild. I was just in a grumpy, grumpy mood. And then I came home, made some soup. Did you go climbing with Vim? No, I went on my own because I wanted to go on my own. I like going, I like going on my yeah. own. And I see people there that I know anyway. I, I suppose guess. it's one of those, isn't it? If like if you're already stuck in a rut and you're feeling a bit like mardy and shitty, yeah. it can go one way or the other. It could really pull you out or it could just reinforce the mood that you're <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, usually it pulls me out, but I think I was just tired. And I, yeah. I think it was, I, I went for an hour, did it, felt bad, good that I did it, then went home, made soup, watched a film, and then I felt so much better. I was like, oh, okay, what I needed was rest. I feel like I need details. What soup did you make? I made, it was, um, it was like a mix between French onion soup and mushroom soup. That sounds disgusting. It was actually really good. So it was, it was... I like a French onion, but with mushrooms? With mushrooms in. No. It was really good, actually. But I couldn't eat the mushrooms, so it was just French onion soup because I got an ulcer in what? Like, my mouth. And that's, mushrooms are bad for ulcers? Well, I couldn't chew down on it. <gasps> oh. So, so I couldn't chew down on the onions, but luckily I cooked them enough that they could just slide oh, down just, my throat. You um, don't have a blender, presumably? Um... Oh, I do. I do. I just, I like... No, I could blended mushrooms. I also it? thought I could just... <laughs> I thought I could use my teeth. I thought those, I could use my teeth. Those teeth that I've got. Anyway, enough complaining about for me. I want to know what game. film you watched. Sorry, I still need Oh, my... it's a shit film. It was called um, Nocturnal. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. But what I did watch the other day, I think yesterday, no, two days ago, was Blade. Oh, yeah. Oh, Old school Blade. Oh, my God. I love like it. the 90s It's Blade. the best film ever. Yeah. Have you ever it's seen so it before? Good. The glasses scene. I don't know if anyone's seen it. But um, when he loses his glasses and then they like, he someone gets them back and they like flip. I was so hoping that they were going to land on his face. But he just catches what? them in such a cool style. I haven't seen it for like 20 years because I watched it as like a child. Oh, right, yeah. Because my stepsisters who were way older than me like watched it. And it is sort of, it is a horror really. And I remember being like very frightened and just yeah, going to bed. It's like vampires and stuff. And yeah. Like, oh, gruesome stuff like that. I should probably watch it as an adult. I'd probably enjoy it. watch it. I'm going to watch Blade 2 probably tonight. Yeah, do it. I'm film obsessed. But how how have you been? How's your weekend? Oh, we spent the weekend together. (laughs) We did. So you don't even need to hear about that. Yeah. No, it was nice. We did a little bit of shopping. Yeah, how was that? 
Do you love it shopping? <laughs> Emily is a fantastic shopping assistant. She uh, carried my hangers for me. She got new sizes. She was excellent. basically like, you know, like when you went shopping with your mum. You were my mum for the yeah. day. Yeah. I love it. I love shopping fun with people. It yeah. gets me so excited to find something that people are going to like. It was fun. And I got a new coat, which I really needed. And then went to see my granddad in hospital. Had a nice chilled one. Sunday did lots of jobs, but in like a nice way that made yeah. everything feel good. And then we went for a really nice lunch, actually, at this lovely farm shop, which which I really like. Oh my god! And got Lloyd looks so happy. Yeah, Lloyd was pleased because what did he eat? Oh, like what's that thing called? You know, and it's like salmon and muffins and sauce. Oh, um, egg, eggs Royale, eggs Benedict, oh. or Benedict, one of them. Uh, yeah, 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 one of those. Um, but Is he the, veggie? Lloyd eats fish. He's a pesky. Ah, pesky. Yeah. Um, yeah, they sell these amazing tiffins. Like, so I got one of those takeaway and it was oh, so good. You know, when you're like, favorite. like oh, so and good. no raisins. I'm not a raisin. No, no, no. What is a tiffin for the people that might not know? It's basically just like blended butter, biscuits and chocolate mm-hmm. and then set, yeah. essentially. And it's so good. Oh. Yeah. See, I thought it was something different. Oh. I thought it was like a chocolate... Almost like a rocky road, but without the marshmallows. Yeah, and stuff it is. Like that. Yeah. yeah, that's how they make it, though. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then it has no like, chunks, so, like chunks of biscuits in yeah, and stuff as well. Yeah, no wonder it's so like creamy and delicious. To yeah. Buy so then on Sunday, literally curled up, like watched some telly, ate my tiffin. It was joyous. That sounds amazing. I want a tiffin right now. My old university used to do tiffins, and my god, did I put on weight? <laughs> well, I've just given you an ice bun, so that's gonna have to. Uh, that's true. That's gonna have to do for now. It was good. I was. Yeah. <laughs> she could eat it because it was mushy. I could mush it up. I'm like an old lady. It's <laughs> just I sucking on the corner. Yeah, literally. You need to get yourself to the dentist. I know. Have you got a stupid for us? I do, I do. I got rejected from another job. And I know it's not stupid, but that's all I've got. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and I suppose it can feel stupid. Is it not stupid? It just feels bad. Yeah, I think like as well, what's maybe more stupid on their behalf yeah, is that fucking missing off an opportunity to hire me. Yeah. Fuck you guys. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Do you want to out them? Who was it? <laughs> it was. No, no. Um, actually, no. What happened was they sent me an email saying that the position I applied for had already been filled before like I applied for it they just it was just a mistake they didn't take it down which really annoys me because it, really it takes me. so much effort and time to apply for these jobs I create because it wasn't like an academic job I created a whole new CV so it wasn't just like a it was a whole new tailored CV it was a creative role so I really put time and effort into making it look cool yeah it wasn't um, a copy and paste job was it no and then also Vim was referring me because it's his company um he also took half a day to to write a referral, which was actually really sweet to read what he said about Bless me. He's like, I've never met someone as creative or enthusiastic as this person. I was like, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Oh. Um, so that was really sweet. That was an like ego boost. Do you know what? That would be quite a fun exercise if you're in a relationship. Just get, just write referrals for each other just to see <laughs> all the nice things. Re-spark that. <laughs> yeah. Seven years. You've got to get creative. Yeah. We're eight years in April. I was about to say, yeah, same. Bloody but, hell. Yeah, shit. So, yeah, so you've, you've felt <laughs> a bit down in the dumps about that. Um... Ah, I don't know. It was just, it more annoyed me, the fact I was like, fuck's sake. Like, I was looking, I felt like, they were, they basically said they're happy, with, they're really impressed with my um, CV and they're going to keep it in the bank. So if if a job comes up um, similar to what I applied to, they're going to look at my CV before open it to the world. So <laughs> To the world. To the world. That's all they said. Yeah, no, they're, like a, they're um, a remote job company. So oh, so it literally work. is the world. Literally is the world. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I've, yeah, it was a stupid, but also 
also not really. I don't, I don't really have a stupid, so I'm clinging on to that. No, it's good. I felt shit. I was like, fuck's sake, been... It's just not the, the right. Job and I didn't. It's not the right job for you. Yeah, that's literally all it comes down oh, to. Oh, hundred percent. Also, it wasn't even the job I applied. For, it might be, but it wasn't even. It was already filled. Yeah, so it wasn't it's even still a vacancy up there now as well. So that's so annoying. Yeah, that is. And like Vin said, that to be fair, they have been a bit slow. HR. I shouldn't. Say, I'm so out on him. Yeah, proper. Um, maybe we should. Let's move on. <laughs> Well, my stupid, I also don't it have, uh, well, I'm telling you anyway, I also don't have like a tangible, you know, I haven't like missed, I don't know, missed a meeting or sent a wrong email to someone or yeah. anything, anything as amusing as that. But, and I really hate to sound like the, like I'm beating on the same drum all the time, but I definitely have just taken on too much, I think, because I was looking, I love a wall calendar and I put this on the Instagram the other day. For me, it's just the best. And like, obviously I keep my Outlook calendar very much populated and organised, yeah. but being able to look at the wall and seeing what I've got on, I find so, so useful. And from now to like mid-March, I think I've got one weekend where I'm not either hosting or traveling somewhere to go and do something and I'm just like why do I do this myself it's because I want to do all the stuff I'm doing it'll be fun and lovely and etc etc but uh, I don't know and then I was looking at June and oh my god I've really overcommitted for June like I've got I, I can't even explain to you how many like conferences or talking events or places that I'm going and I've yeah. I've said to Lloyd if you hear me saying anything that involves the word June Put a stop to it. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, Vin's kind of like my manager as well. Because oh. I'm a yes man. Because I want to do, I get so excited. I want to see my friends. I want to do this. I want to do that. It, they're all good stuff. They're all stuff I'm not like, oh, I don't want to do. But when you accumulate them, one after the other, you end up not enjoying them. No, and I'm knackered so... at the thought of it. Right? And my bank balance is already like, yeah, sighing under the weight of the plans that yeah. I've got coming up. I remember... Last year, no, maybe it was last year or the year before. Fuck, doesn't matter. I I did so many holidays and everyone was like, oh my God, it's so amazing. And I was like, I don't think you understand. I actually just want to be in one place. Like, yeah. I just actually want to be in one place for a month. And just feel settled. And just feel and a bit settled. I know um, what you mean. And it sounds so like, wow, what, what an issue to have. But also, yeah, people can relate. I think like it's, it's we, I think after COVID, everything's been so fucking put into fast I don't know if it's like an age thing as well because there's always something like you know a friend's I don't know engagement party or baby shower or like there's always an event and then obviously the older you get the further away you live from your friends because everyone moves for different jobs yeah, so, then so it's you a have case to factor of, in five hours to drive yeah exactly yeah. and also like I don't like doing stuff in the week <laughs> very much so it's not like I can do things yeah. you know like it all happens at the weekend but I'm being very moany so let's get some geniuses no no I think everyone can relate like everyone's like let's live let's let's see the yeah. day and then it's like fuck because I remember it used to be like in winter it was a chilled and I hardly did anything and then it was summer that was a bit like whoa mad let's do loads yeah. of stuff but we're talking it's January and I'm filled up till March yeah <laughs> like what yeah. No, what I am I doing <laughs> what am I doing with my life and I need to sum up yeah you know what <laughs> genius 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 Come on. Oh my God. I got such an amazing feedback back on Friday. Yes, you did. I've been waiting. Um, I said I've been waiting ages, but I mean, there was Christmas and all that jazz. Oh, now it's changed to now. <laughs> it the, was ages. It was ages. He also got COVID. Yeah, it'd be nice to know that. It would be nice to know. Communication yeah, is sure, key. Sure, Communication sure. is key. But yeah, yeah. you were, you, you heard yeah. back. I heard back and he actually, like, which is the best feedback I've ever got, which is quite sad because it was just the line of I actually quite liked it <laughs> I love it but I, 
was buzzing. He's like, I've left a few comments, think few things to change, da da da. Looked on it, one comment. Fucking amazing. One comment. I was like, what? Yeah, is there a bit of a mistake? Yeah. I kept looking back and I'm like, oh shit, what? Like, and there was a few things, there was like one thing to add a reference, which I have got a reference to that. I don't know. You know what? I just clearly missed it off. Yeah, yeah. So, so excited. Literally did it, like, did the corrections within like half an hour while oh I was getting my, my hair done. That's got to feel good. It felt so good. And it felt so good to be, like, so stressed about the discussion. I delayed it, delayed it, delayed it to get it to him. Because I kept on being like, look, it's taken a bit longer. It's taken a bit longer. And I wanted it to be really good so he would come back with that. Yeah, and it's better to... I'm very much that, like, you should send things to your supervisor in the best condition you can get them in. People that just send shit to their supervisors. And I think that's what I was doing, to be honest. Right. I think I was like, well... You know, they'll have comments either way, so, like, I'll send it off and they can help yeah, me no. figure it out. But, like, I could figure it out on my own. And it's not fair on them, is no, it? No, 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 no. I think subconscious... I don't think I did it consciously. I think it was very subconscious of this, there's a deadline, it needs to get done, it needs to get yeah. sent, when I wasn't even happy with it. And it doesn't put yourself in a good position because then you open yourself up to quite negative criticism or at least, like, a lot of constructive well, criticism. Well, yeah, my last paper was, like, ne- ne- like constructive criticism, but a lot of picking and then... Once they start picking, everything starts to unravel. Yeah. And they find holes and gaps and everything. But when you have a full-formed piece where you feel like, I'm happy with it. I mean, it's not always the way. Sometimes no. you just get it picked apart anyway. It's awesome, though. But you I need was, to like, buzzing. that high. I was so buzzing. I still am buzzing. I, um, I want to edit the findings. I'm still doing that because I want to restructure it because... I, I didn't really know how to write the findings, so I'm just going to rejig it. Yeah. Um... And Even though he didn't say it, <laughs> he didn't say that, but I know I'm, yeah. not, I'm not happy with it. It's I'm your work it. at exactly. the end of the day. Um, and yeah, buzzing, fucking buzzing. Love it. I don't think, yeah, I don't think I've ever had that positive <laughs> feedback from him. And then we had a call when it was so positive and he was, and he even said he wants me to meet his kids. What? How cute. Do you know what as well? I just think it like, it shows that it's possible. Like, yeah. going forward, you know what you can deliver now. Exactly. You know. And I was so petrified because... I've been complaining to you a lot, Molly. Like, I'm not a qualitative researcher. I'm not a good, strong writer. Telling me all these things, telling myself all these things. And when I got that feedback, I was like, maybe I am a good writer. (laughs) Maybe I am a qualitative. Well, it's a skill. It's a skill and you've been practicing it for three years now. Do you know what I mean? So you are going to get better at it. And I really enjoyed the qualitative research. Yeah. It was so hard. (laughs) It definitely was hard. Rewarding, though. Qualitative researchers, like, if... If a quantitative researcher is listening, I know we look down on qualitative researchers. I know we think it's like, oh, just la di da, saying whatever we feel. <laughs> it is hard. It's actually hard, I would say. It's actually so funny, like the divide in it, because qualitative researchers all look down on quantitative as well. Shit down on them. <laughs> I remember I did when I was naive and probably in like undergrad, postgrad, because I would hear all oh, the lecturers shit down on qualitative researchers. But honestly, you've got to be such a strong writer. You've got to. It's so hard to piece together because there's so much you could talk about. Mm. But quantitative research, you've got your results, you talk about it in a very structured way. And it's like 3,000 words. Yeah, the analytical skills and the creativity needed. I'm not saying that that's easy. No, it's not easy. easy. They just require very, very different skills, basically, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Just want us. You're like, oh, smiling, well done. Like, then. Yeah, we have it done. <laughs> no, not at all. I can see both sides. Go on, what's your genius? Um, I finished my marking. <laughs> 
that is actually you say it's such like a I finished the market. So good. that's because I'm dead inside. Yeah, from this. No, I finished it. I had like what maybe 260 assignments to mark. When you say assignments, what kind of assignments were they? Um, some of them were a 10 minute vlog. Some of them were a 1,000 word critical report. Right. Some of them were a 1,000 word reflection piece and some of them right. were a poster. What was your least favourite to mark? Um, least favourite to mark was probably the critical analysis piece. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Just because they, they weren't that good. <laughs> That's so mean. No, I think... Do you know what? I probably shouldn't have said that. Um, <laughs> we was, can cut it out if you want. I'm just really glad it's done. Yeah. And I've been doing that since um, we came back at the start of January. Obviously, I've been doing other things, but it has taken me like a good solid couple yeah. of weeks. Well, to you've do. been a little bit under the weather as well. And when we all know when we're under the weather, we like move slow. It just takes time. And marking takes time. Yeah. And how many did you have to mark? 260. It's fucked. <laughs> that's fucked that's but it's fine. done I'm so buzzing and then like for the level 5 module which I'm sort of effectively the module leader on I'm releasing the marks this week so hopefully I won't get loads of complaints and that'll all go fine um, but it just means now that I can get focusing back on my research the things that I really enjoy doing I started teaching again last week and I have the best group ever that's cute I love them I actually can't wait to teach them this semester no yeah there's like 10 of them six. they're level 6 they're just so good Really? They're so good. They're just engaged. They're up for discussions. They all sort of, oh, I just, they're great. They're great. So that's a genius as well, yeah. Should we get on to our ramble? I think we should. Guess what? It's our year anniversary. (gasps) Super genius is a year old baby. A year old. And I feel 10 years older. (laughs) It's been 84 years. Super genius is one. I'm now 100. Yeah, yeah, it has aged me. (laughs) In the best possible way. In the best possible way. But we thought to celebrate, we could sort of share. We're not gatekeepers over here. We're going to share how we did it. We want a bit of competition. Yeah, we do. Yeah, please don't. Don't you dare create a PhD podcast. That's better than ours. (laughs) Yeah, do it. Why not? (laughs) Now, there's lots out there. There's lots out there. Yeah, yeah. that should be it. We didn't actually write that down as a tip, but fine. We'll talk about it later. Um, Yeah, so we're going to sort of tell you how to create a podcast and what to think about. I mean, you know, there's so much to cover, so we're only going to cover a sprinkle of it. A little sprinkle. And I think because... Even if, like, doing something like what we do is not an interest to you, I think more and more, you know, universities are looking for people to find creative ways to disseminate their research or to have impact. And more and more, like, I know colleagues who have podcasts about their research topic. Like, it is becoming a very popular thing to do. So I think just having an idea of how to create a podcast. And also just we wanted to share, like, our experiences, things we've learned. Um, Yeah, we just thought that would be helpful. Yeah, for sure. I wish we'd had a podcast to listen to like that when we first started Stupid Genius. I know, Genius. we were shooting in the dark. Yeah, we were. We, we, and my God, did we lose some arrows. We, we lost <laughs> a lot of sleep. Um, so the first tip, I guess, how to practically start and create your podcast is you're obviously going to need a mic. And you know what? There's a few different things that you can use. We are in a university. So the first thing we did was ask our university. 
and have a look around. And actually, I started talking about it. The reason we found out about this little tiny podcast room that we started in, if our like OG listeners remember, we were stuck in this like stuffy small room. And the sound quality was so, so bad. <laughs> but that was from like talking about it with my colleagues. Um I say colleagues, other um, PhD students, and they were like, "Oh, I actually walked past like a podcast studio. It's in this building. You should you should inquire about it." So we did, and we used it, and that was that was good for now. You can use your phone, but obviously remember that there's going to echo. So maybe get under the bed covers. That wasn't an option for us because we were together. <laughs> so we needed some form of mics, and we didn't want to spend any money. Um, before even realising that we enjoyed it or wanted to do it long term, you know? Yeah, that's I think that's it. a really good tip. Yeah, because I mean, there are podcasting studios in cities that you can hire, but it does cost a lot of money. We know people that have, that have done that. If you've got the money, then great. But definitely try and source, you know, some free options. Maybe even speak to your local library. Yeah. They sometimes have things like that that you can hire and stuff. So exactly. definitely check your options. Yeah, and um, empty space in between. They, I think, use their stipend because they're disseminating research. They're making impact. Mm -hmm. Less so than us because we just chat (laughs) shit. Um, Speak for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they use their stipend. um, Yeah, so if you're funded, you might have that as an option. Yes. Um, So that's probably what I'd say with Mike. I mean, there's there's so many information about it and what Mike's to get. And it can be hard. So I would, first point of contact is contact your... Contact your institution. Contact your institution. Once you get to that point, then you need to choose a hosting platform. So for us, we did a little bit of Googling and we basically, Acast came up and we were like, sound, we'll use Acast. And that's all we know. And that's all we know. So that's what we're going to tell you to do. Um, No, have a little search around, but Acast we have found has been great. Basically, you set up your show there, then you can upload your episodes, you give them a blurb, say what season they're in, and you can schedule that to post then to all different platforms like Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music. So, yeah, choose your hosting platform. Yeah, does it automatically for you. Um, Another one is getting sort of editing software. And um, you can do it on all sorts. We use uh, Adobe Audition because it's what our university provides. So we sort of had a mosey around and asked our Ask our uni again, and we have a whole media department, don't we? Yeah, you know, and they there were is a, so useful, they yeah, were so handy because, like, there is every uni will have a tech team. I don't mean the IT team, but you know, like, we have a media and film studies, yeah. and journalism department, and so they were more than happy to help us, weren't they? It was so lovely. I felt so bad every day. We were <laughs> yeah. like, Can you show us again <laughs> like, how you did that? <laughs> the first four months, we were like, um, please come and help us, yeah. And with the with audition, it was a learning curve, we didn't know how to do it. I luckily had a mate in music, Miles Stringer, who did the um, our soundtrack. Our soundtrack, yeah. Da-la, da-la. Anyway, I was like, "How do you prevent it from going like really loud, really quiet, all this echoey stuff?" And he was like, "Right." And he wrote me a list down of what to do and where to find it and yeah. to like equalize it or whatever. All those fancy words. And then we found out that there was a preset. Like eight, probably like six months into the podcast. Oh, yeah, for sure. A preset that you could just click podcast voice. Yeah, it's so good. Instead of of having to do like all the different stuff. And then we just do that. So learn. um, There's so many YouTube videos on it. Like we're not going to teach you now. There's so many YouTubes on it. But we we use Adobe Audition and it's it's been so good. It's It's been so easy. It's actually relatively easy to use, yeah. And again, you know... 
inquire with your university like we would never have known that that was free and available to us but it was and it saved us like I guess it probably cost hundreds of pounds for that license a hundred percent yeah yeah and I I had to email IT to get it on my laptop as well because I'm not a I'm not a media student but if you say like I'm using it for this and this they usually just let that's have right because I have a a uni laptop so it's yeah. already installed on mine so yeah ask the questions yeah. all they if can do is ask, say no yeah you don't get and then after that it's a case of like choosing your theme your style your structure you know do you want your podcast to be really scripted and quite formal sounding do you want it to be more casual like a conversation do you want it to be funny like these are the conversations that you need to have before you start because you know you want that to run throughout and just be very clear from the start yeah. you know this is you this I guess it is like that personal brand thing you For want sure. to brand the podcast we were pretty lucky that um there was like a natural structure to it and I, I know I wanted to call it stupid genius and then we were like Molly was like well why don't we have a stupid and genius at the start of every episode because mm. we want to make people feel less alone in the PhD journey yeah in making like these different things um but we want to bring this positive element to it I think that's what we we saw a lack of a lot yes. of a lot of doom and gloom yes yeah, so um, finding that gap in the market yeah, isn't it no sun <laughs> you need to figure out how often you'll release. So we um, are relentless and we picked every week. <laughs> yeah, but every podcast I listen to yeah. is weekly. I don't think I'd listen to a podcast that wasn't weekly. No, same, actually. And I think we discussed that and we thought, actually, if we're going to do this, we need to do it properly mm. and we need to commit to every week. Um, and yeah, we I mean, have done. Don't get me wrong. If you don't want to do every week, that's fine. But you need to choose, don't you, and stick with that. I think there's been maybe once where we didn't release an episode um but otherwise it's a case of choosing it and sticking to it so if you know that every week is not feasible then just choose every two weeks or whatever yes, exactly yeah make it consistent so on wednesdays you release or on thursdays you release. so your listener knows when you know when to check it exactly you know otherwise you'll be forgotten about yes you and know? then the last most important practical tip which I'm, I'd recommend again I'm giving Emily a little side eye um will you have a co-host <laughs> will and you have a co-host so many I guess like there's so many pros and so many cons fuck off right? fuck off there is though no there's because, not because if we didn't get on and if we didn't have if, if if it wasn't you Molly I don't think I could have done this with anyone else you know like it's so, I mean, we didn't really know each other. We've said this before in the past. We did not know each other. Like, <laughs> it was I knew, risky. It was so risky. But there's so many pros because we share the workload and it's so yes. lovely. But there are cons if people don't pull their weight or, you know. Going some, into any collaboration, like, has risk, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And there's obviously been times where we've, verb, like, I know you verbally said, like, Emily, I can't think about the podcast this mm-hmm. week. And I've been, like, relentless and be like, come on, and, and vice versa. And I do it to you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we're as bad as each other. Yeah, we are. But um, but I think that's why it works. And we're yeah. so, like, but rational thinking. Having thinking. that decision and, you know, really thinking it through. I mean, I I wouldn't do this on my own, personally. Um, but I also enjoy listening to podcasts that are just a solo co-host. I do. I would say it's so much harder to do a solo podcast, mainly for the fact you have to talk for 40 minutes on your own to yeah. an empty room. I imagine they're mainly scripted, probably. Yeah. 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 I, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to get on to talking about what we've learnt about podcasting. Oh, fuck. So one of the key things that I have probably learned about podcasting is assessing how much time you commit 
because the time <laughs> can fucking get. Sorry, that just sounded so funny. Assessing that was Simon's commit. Was that that big gummy ulcer? It was, I was about to say, ulcer. it's my ulcer talking. The ulcer's getting The ulcer's getting to me. I can't shut my mouth, but that's how bad it is. Oh, yeah. I know. No, don't feel so bad. No, Pitty's worse. <laughs> Laugh at me. Pitty's worse. Um, yeah, the time can escape from you, can't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, two hours a week, I can commit to doing that. And that's still a lot in the PhD world. Yeah, I mean, we've said, haven't we, when we first started, we were literally giving it like one or two days. Well, one day to record the podcast and then a whole other like day probably to record the How podcast. I still finished my PhD early, I do not know. Well, no, I'm fucking delayed. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, if my supervisor listened to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm joking. This is all lies. It was all on a Saturday. Yes. <clears throat> Saturday and Sunday. Of course it was. Um, yeah, no, totally. Definitely. That's one of the key things I've learned as well, for sure. Um, the other thing is planning. We talk all the yes. time about planning. As Lloyd loves to say, fail to plan, plan, plan to, to fail. fail. And it is so true, though. So, like, planning your episodes in advance if you can. Um, we didn't used to do this when we were little baby novices. We would just sort of like, but I feel like I want to talk about this. And we still do that now. Yeah, like, it, it's very much, like, flexible. And we do it based on our experiences that week. But we do try and have, like, a vague outline. Like, right, next week we'll probably talk about this, but we can change it yeah. if we want. Yeah, we've planned this this um, season. Is it season? Huh? We've planned our season of what we're going to talk yes. about. We've got a plan about that, of what the episodes we want to put Exactly. Out. Almost like an episode bank. And then yeah. if that if it comes that week, I'm like, do you know what? I really can't be able to talk about that this week. Yeah. Then we've got our schedule that we can refer to and jig yeah. it. Yeah, like we've wanted to talk about academic CVs and I said, hell no, because I've just spent like a week yeah. doing them. And I feel like <laughs> if I talk about it for one more minute, I'm going to feel sick. But I do think planning helps because you know where you're going. And yeah, it just, it takes that pressure off um, in terms of the time that you have to give to it. Exactly. And then like what we do is plan the episode before so we never used to do this and we we didn't want to do it can you tell guys (laughs) because we thought like we want it to be natural we want it to be be authentic but actually it just ended up us going around in circles with the points I think yeah Um, and it's good to have a structure of because before I'd be like I want to talk about this and then we never we didn't even get to talk about that because we get so like excited and we'd go round and round about so honestly planning yeah planning the episodes um before you talk about them are really good. And you can also do some like research, whereas before we didn't, we just went on our what we felt. And I think there's there's we still do that for sure. But I think knowing what we're talking about makes me feel a little bit more equipped to give advice. I don't know. Yeah, and it, it means recording is a lot quicker. Uh-huh. Yeah, because we know. What, yeah, like we we obviously don't script our podcast clearly, <laughs> but we know where we're going with it. Yeah, that's true. Um publicizing Thinking about how you publicise um, is key. Like, you need a strategy, I guess. I mean, we didn't really think about this. We were just like, we'll just get on Instagram and we'll get on Twitter and we'll do that. And we'll just spam them. And we'll just, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and we're still figuring out what we want to post. I think we've finally maybe figured out what we want to do in terms of that and how we want to engage people to come and visit us on the podcast. Yeah, because we've not got it right yet, though. No. But we've definitely learned that you can't have a successful podcast without publicising. No, your your podcast will go into 
the pit of podcasts. Yeah, in, I mean, the millions of podcasts yeah, that are out there. Especially with a name like ours, we have figured out that even if you search PhD podcast, our name does not pop up. Well, Emily, you say we figured this out. That is not true. About <laughs> literally a week ago or two weeks ago, someone left us a lovely comment on Apple Podcasts, which by the way, guys, I know we say it all the time, but if you can like, comment, whatever. You on comment on, on um, Spotify. Spotify now, right? Yeah, and that literally fills us with so much joy, but yeah. it also really helps us. Anyway, someone had left us a lovely comment but it did say by the way your name needs to change because I couldn't find you like even when I put in PhD to every platform you don't come up so thinking about that we've not got that down yet but it's something that you know you need to do from the offset and I think actually it wasn't until about two months ago that I decided to email loads of doctoral academies from universities all around the UK yeah it was it was a fear thing for sure. Yeah, we didn't want to put ourselves out there. Swear and but that has opened up opportunities. I think it has sent traffic to the podcast. So yeah, it has. Thinking about your publicising, I is, would say as well. Like key. Instagram is where we've people found us the most because I remember that we were like, why did we have a massive spike in listeners in May? And then we looked back and it was like, oh, that was when we went viral. Yeah, and I didn't think we got anything from that, but we actually did. So I think. Yeah, getting on. I mean, maybe some people don't want to go on social media, but figure out maybe Twitter. Twitter's a better way of doing it. I couldn't keep Fuck up with Twitter. Twitter. I mean, I said a few. Get in the bin, Twitter. I was like, we're on Twitter. I'm dealing with it. I just, no, because it's turned to X and I'll actually. Douchebag owns it and I don't want to be on it. A question for the listeners, actually. If you have thoughts about how we publicize the podcast, if you were us, how would you do it differently? Then I would love to hear that. If we've got any marketers in the room, particularly, then please let us know. Um, The other thing as well that I think we've learned from doing the podcast, and this is a major, major learning point, is that consistency is key. Yes. Um, and I think in a way, we this is one thing, <laughs> one of the things we actually did pretty well because from the beginning, we had, a, we had our segments, we had a very clear structure, we posted every week. Yeah. And we have actually been quite consistent. And People I think, know what they're getting with us. Yeah, I think, yeah. We've got a brand. Yeah, total shit. (laughs) Don't know what we're on about. (laughs) We'll ramble until the day is done. But yeah, so I would say that's definitely a key learning. Yeah, yeah, because the the weeks that we don't, like we were like, oh, we'll take a week off here or when we took um, basically like a month off when I was in Australia and it just wasn't fucking working, was it? Mm -hmm. We tried to. We tried. We really tried. We did. Like our listeners dropped off. And we realised that. And um, so we're all like, oh, okay, so consistency consistency is key, especially in the world that we live in. Everything's so fast-paced. If you're not online, you get forgotten about, and that's a sad reality. At least, like... <laughs> that is sad. It is sad. What it? would you say that you've learned, like, about yourself? So they were about, you know, how we've learned... what How we've learned? What we've learned about podcasting. What about what we've learned about ourselves? Um, One of them is that... I'm gonna. We struggle with boundaries. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going for that one. Me and Molly are relentless. Look, like this is why we're such good co-hosts because we like are so excitable and we get things done. Molly definitely gets so much done. <laughs> yeah, as do you. Um, but we definitely, especially this. Do we fair still now? Sometimes we struggle with. I think we've kind of figured it out. But we struggle with boundaries. We struggle with like when to say no, when to stop doing yeah. work on it. Because again, there'll always be work to do. If you give if you give two days, you can fill that two days. If you give an hour, you you can fill that hour and whatever you've done that hour, then call it quits. But yeah, we um it's so much fun. It's so much fun. And I think that's what happened. We got so excited and we just we were relentless. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I think it's like it's it's made me think how I am like that in other areas of my life as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I get our idea of it. We take it and we yeah, sprint, don't we? Literally, and, and you know, and we're not sprinters. We're not marathon runners. I'm we not get, either. Yeah. I'm not long distance or a sprinter. We get tired very quick. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's for sure one of the key learnings. I mean. Something else I guess I've learned about myself, but also about us, is uh, we don't record well on a Monday. No. See... We really do not. Yeah. I think I think we're both as bad as... I'm not good on mornings. I am good on a morning, but there's I, something but about Mondays. That's what I'm thinking. I think for you, it's a Monday. For me, it's a morning. And then we just like... But like Monday mornings obviously work. We're like, hi, it's stupid genius. (laughs) And we want to catch up over the weekend and then we can't. So we get annoyed about that. Yeah. Because we're like, well, we we need to Like, it's like, oh, it feels like such a rush. Because we had about a month, didn't we, where we changed our recording day to a Monday and then we were like, fuck Fuck this. this. We really need to backpedal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, we'd be like, I don't know what I talked about or what anything (laughs) happened. Not that I do anyway, but it was worse on a Monday. (laughs) Yeah. Um, another one is we need to keep it fun. Definitely. Yeah. Like, it's just something that I've learned. And like when we do episodes where we're just like, we just don't feel good about it. And maybe they do well or whatever. But to us, it just doesn't feel like it's worth it. Because if we're not having fun, if we're not mm-hmm. keeping it fun, then what the fuck is the point? Well, yeah, because let's be honest, we're not making money from this podcast, guys. Shocker! <laughs> Has been actually kindly reminded you yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. when I said um, we do this for a living, Vin was like, "Mate, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't earn it." He, no, I sent the voice note, and he went, "You don't earn any money off it." And I was like, "What? What are you on about? Like, what are you talking about?" He's like, "You don't do it for a living because you don't earn any money off it." And I was like, "All right, let me just send a quick. All right, if you." Molly, we don't earn any money, so sorry about that. Actually, correction, we have actually had one paid advertisement. Thank yeah. you very Thank much. You. We are open much. to more advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess on that like train of thought as well, I think another thing I've learned about us is that we need to do fun stuff outside of the podcast as well because for a while, like at first the only time we would ever see each other was doing the podcast, which was great. Or but we'd meet up and talk about the podcast. Yeah, we'd be like, let's go for lunch and talk about the podcast. Yeah. But actually doing things like, and actually we still don't do enough of that. That's something we need to work on. But, yeah. you know, when we went to the life drawing class or when we've been on hikes or doing those nice things, yeah, we definitely haven't done enough because I can't really think of anything else. We went to get a pancake. We got a pancake. Yeah, but um, doing things like that, I think, is really important. So... Yeah, and after we do, yeah, we just work together, don't we? I was going to say after the after we record when we go to a cafe, but we're working. Yeah, we <laughs> do. Doing... We just work. Okay, I'm gonna book in a hut, but you're fully booked. Yeah, yeah. It's I want to do the cinema. Let's plan a yeah, cinema trip. Yeah, you know what? Fine. I want to know what <laughs> your uh, I want to know what your favourite moments are, Emily. And that's a tough one. So you can just give me a couple of yeah ones that are up there. Yeah, because. There's so many favourite moments. Of course obviously. there is. Um, obviously, you get to spend your time with me. Yeah, exactly. We we've we touched on them on the New Year's, so I'm not going to repeat those. Um, those are some obviously pinnacle moments. Um, one going viral, eight point five million views. <laughs> it was just mental. Guys, did you know that? She did told you that? that before. Well, I woke up and you were like, you were like, Emma, we've gone viral. I was like, shut up, more. <laughs> And I looked and I was like, are you fucking <laughs> We actually have. And people were like stitching us. People were like hate commenting us. It I loved it. I loved it. And then we went back to like 50 views. <laughs> <laughs> but finding out that we had this like posh studio under our noses and didn't fucking use it or know about it the whole time we were stuck in this stuffy... Glass box. Glass box with one mic. We were literally like spitting in each other's faces <laughs> trying to talk, <laughs> fighting over this mic in this glass box. 
Who? Sorry. Who makes the podcast studio out of glass? It's Let's sh- just leave that there. Honestly, please. I, I, we actually sh- probably should delete all our first like episodes in that room because or, I reckon or try and sort the sound out and go. This is shit. Yeah, I'm not listening to this. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, no, that was the such a good moment. How did we find out? I can't even remember. Fuck no, I actually can't remember. No. What? Whatever it was. But it was, it was my favorite moment. moment. I remember us going down, and Andy, who works here, showed us about, and he showed us the room we're in now, which is a smaller version, and then the bigger room, which is like five mics and like so much tech. And I'm not really a tech nerd, but apparently I am because I was like, oh my god, what's that? Do? What's that? Do? And I became so excited. And we were so buzzing. We were like, yes, it's gonna, we're gonna like fly now, and you know. <laughs> I mean, and then we didn't. We, we, we ran. <laughs> we ran. We'll fly soon. What about you? Um, I would say probably like recording the first episode. Oh, for sure. Just because like it was so fun and we didn't have a fucking clue what we were doing. We had hours to piss about. We just rinsed each other. We I just laughed so much. Yeah. Um and it was just downhill from there, really. No, I'm joking. <laughs> we don't laugh anymore. All these laughs that you hear. Yeah. Fake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's one of my favourite moments. Like it's not a moment, but just like the laughing fits in that box. I think it won was because it was so <laughs> stuffy and we were so fucking delirious. And we we like were just chatting shit the whole time. Yeah. Um, and also like it was this weird like mix of excitement of like, oh my God, we're putting a podcast out. And also fear of like, oh my God, we're, we're putting, putting a podcast, podcast out. out. Yeah, this like mixture of anxiety. And we were developing this like friendship. And at the, like, at the start, we were going for a honeymoon period, you know? We were. <laughs> we it were was just great. Like, giggling and like I would be crying you'd be having your asthma attacks <laughs> oh yeah oh those asthma attacks oh those are the days oh <laughs> yeah oh. so those are pretty good any others um I guess another one this is a bit more of a serious one I suppose but interviewing Dr Erin Pritchard was definitely a highlight for me because um as I've said on the podcast like I have a very um, deep connection to like the dwarfism awareness movement. And I think being able to raise awareness for dwarfism, even a tiny, 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 tiny little bit, just was definitely a favourite moment yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to be able to like do more in that track, you know? I, yeah, I enjoy our episodes where we interview and do serious topics lightheartedly, if, yeah. if you can. I feel like the... <laughs> Oh my god, sorry, that was like a Something's trying to escape out of Molly's. A little frog in my throat. <laughs> um, she's eating that frog today. She really has. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think like when we record episodes that we really care about and, and we've got some coming up, mm-hmm. I just I find people so, like are doing amazing stuff. Um, like the black researcher, you should go follow that's her at Instagram. Yeah. Um Cheds, Cheds uh, she's amazing. Like she's doing amazing stuff. We've got some cool stuff coming up. Just the opportunities we get that we probably wouldn't get if we didn't have the podcast. Exactly. So incredible. Should we finish off with some uh, some of our listeners' questions? We should, we should, we should. We picked a couple because we got quite a few. We don't have time to answer all, 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 all of them. Yes. Can't speak. Um, so I'm going to hit you with the first one. Yeah. So what... <laughs> Stop trying to pretend like a hundred answers don't come to your mind. What's the thing that bugs you the most about Emily slash Molly? Okay. So obviously For me. What about me? You. Okay. There's oh two no, things. I'm actually scared. No, Emily, two things. Yeah, there's two things. One is that you wake up early and I always wake up 
but, but, but this is I always wake up to a load of messages not about true. Super Genius. Not always. Occasionally. Occasionally. Every other but day. also, I mean, it goes back and roundabouts because Molly goes to bed before me and I message her. Oh my god, you sent me like seven voice notes at eleven PM <laughs> last night. And if she saw them, I was like, fuck. Yeah, that. That's why I feel like it's like not fair to say, but also it pisses me off. I'm like, fuck's sake, she's up before me. I wake up to like you're already active and I'm like bleary eyed trying to reply and you're like Brrr. Um and Saturday. I've said this is a bugbear and I what? said I'd leave it in 2023, but I I just cannot. Saturday. I was like, I'll give me the address. And you're like, <laughs> no, don't worry, we'll convoy. You follow me. And, and I was like, Molly. However, before you got in the car, I did say to you, put the Coliseum in. That's the address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I did, to be fair. <laughs> but can I just say? So you're like, it's fine, it's fine, you'll follow me. And we guess what? We got lost. Like, we lost each other. Uh, because I didn't know you drive like a grandma. But you were leading the way, so surely you were leading the speed. Mate, we were on the motorway and she was doing 45 miles an hour. Because I was following you, so you must have been doing You were so far behind me and I kept slowing down. And then That's because you merged and there was like cars like... Okay, this is going to turn to a fight. Let me say what bugs me about Emily. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, I'm not. Um, oh, no, you have to. Yeah, go on. I also wish I had thought about this because I actually haven't. Yeah. So the first thing I would say that annoys me about Emily. Nothing. No, sorry, bugs. That makes it sound less bad, doesn't it? Yeah, bugs. (laughs) What bugs me is how fashionable she is. (laughs) And you can't. You can't do that. I actually gave you some that was like, no, you sound nice. Here's a real one. Here's a real one. Do you know what bugs me about Emily? Maybe late, maybe? Yeah. Well, sort of. But I attribute that to your personality. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Um, No, I would actually say... Emily thinks I'm way worse with technology than I am. And she yes. mansplains me all the time yep. about technology. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think you're such a boomer. I'm like, let me just show you. You're like, do you're like, you oh, know no. how to use PowerPoint, Molly? She said to me this morning. Uh, yes, mate. <laughs> yes, I do. I all meant the PowerPoint tip. Like, like mm. a tip. Basically, if you're walking away from your computer... Like, put up PowerPoint, a blank slide. Oh, here she goes. She's mansplaining to you lot as well now. <laughs> Look, someone explained it to me and I was so grateful for it. Right, we're having and the next And then that question. way you can go away, come back, and your screen is unlocked and log- logged you out. See, I do a You're YouTube welcome. video of a fire. Just keeps it going nicely. That's nice. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. Um, next question. Is there anything that you haven't liked about doing Stupid Genius? Um, probably... Managing the social media, I'd say. Oh, my God. I literally didn't know I had an answer to this. But in the second I said same. it, the first thing that came to my mind was Instagram. Yes, yeah, same. <laughs> when, I, when I thought that, I was like, there's nothing. I love Super Genius. But actually, I think it's more the... Um, just the constant feeling like you have to owe uh, your listeners or your followers an insight into your life at all times. Okay, that isn't it for me. Okay. So for, for me, it's, it's like the... We it's, can't get it right. Ah, uh, right, <laughs> That's right. what I don't like. Yeah. Whereas I think now I've struggled about it. I think before I was like, I have to be completely transparent and show them. It. And and now I was, I, th- I think I was a bit naive with it. And and like, oh, I have to, if I'm crying, I have to take a photo. If I'm doing this, I have to take, like, I felt right. like I had to show everything. Whereas I never felt like that. Because that's what I thought, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be like, you're not alone in this PhD journey. You're yeah. not, you know, there's highs, there's lows, da, 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 da. And I think it kind of like consumed my thought process of like, oh, I'm doing something, I need to take a photo. It curated your experience of it because then you were like, right, I need to capture this for Stupid Genius. Right? Yeah. Whereas it's just like, just live it. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> it. No, no, and I get you're that. fine. And well, I've, yeah, that was that was at the very very beginning though when you just you don't know how to start and it's quite embarrassing because you're putting what like stories out of you talking to what two people. <laughs> You know what I mean? And like, you know that your friends at home are like, oh my God, this is right? so embarrassing. It's still embarrassing. Yeah, it's, it is. Like, let's be honest, we're not, we're not, we haven't got millions of, like we haven't got, we got what, 5 We've got thousands. Yeah, we've like not got much. So I'm hitting still... you with the next question. No, what's yours? Just the... Uh, no, that's the same. Yeah. Same, yeah. Yeah. What's your party trick, Em? I've got a few, you know. Of course you do. Yeah, yeah. Fucking course she does. Can fit my hand in my mouth, whole fist. Yeah, although last time, in fact, can I share a picture of that? On the yes, of course. Can I? Yes, I have been wanting to share that picture for so long. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Mid, like, mid, <laughs> we were walking down from a cafe shop, right? Yeah. Going back to uni to teach. Oh, I don't think you actually got it in your mouth, you know. No, because I think I had, like, ulcers on Oh, it got... Classic I'm a mouth breather, and apparently it causes a lot of ulcers. Anyway, um, yeah, I didn't quite get it in. You were like, I want I want to show my niece that you can get. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Oh, it's a show you were like, time. do it, do it. And I was like, okay. I just go, okay. And I started shoving it in my mouth. Oh, my God. rings got, You like, actually hurt yourself. Yeah, because I had my, like, chunky rings on. On your teeth. Yeah, it was like, right, allowed one. One, so that's it. Okay. Get your hand in your mouth. Um, I actually don't have one. You, I, you do. I think, well, when I was a drinker, like I can down whatever you give me. <laughs> down a pint in a few seconds. Pint of milk? It's quite, oh, God, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I meant alcoholic beverages. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a good downer. What else can I do? I like she's a Debbie downer. <laughs> I honestly don't think I have a party trick. You can do like pretty much any accent, it seems like. No, I can't. Do an Irish I don't want to do an Irish accent. I'm not so that good. good at it. Newcastle? <laughs> Sorry, that just reminded me of... Oh, my God. We had a Stupid Jews episode months ago where Emily tries to do a new... Howie. Howie, man. Howie, man. Right, we're moving on. Um, so another question from one of our listeners. What did you want to be when you were a kid? As in, when you grew up? I wanted to run away to the circus. Oh, that's classic. just so, so classic. <laughs> I wanted to be a vet. Did you? Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. You're so good with animals. Little vet mom. Why didn't you? Um, because I made a decision when I was like 12 to pursue English in the creative subjects. And then my whole life <laughs> spanned that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, why when you're like Why do you allow kids to make these decisions? Like, <laughs> And it's just like, well, I've gone this way yeah, now. Yeah, literally yeah. I got all A's in science for like my GCSE. But by then I'd like chosen my path, That's you know? so annoying. Um, yeah. Right, last one. Last one. What would be your dream job if you weren't in academia? If I wasn't in academia, probably something outdoorsy, you know, like probably um, like working in a forestry or something creative. I don't know, either something creative. Hey, because you're a climber, you could be a tree surgeon. Yeah, I just don't think I'd want to be a tree surgeon. I don't think I'd want to be a tree surgeon. Both my brothers-in-laws do mm. tree surgery. Maybe like a hiker guide or like um, a climbing instructor outdoors or because I like people. Yeah. But also something maybe in the creative, like art. I did art. And if I pursued that, but there's just no money. So in she's it. going to be a hiking guide that draws your picture as you go up the mountain. You, that would be lovely. That'd Come be cool, with me, it? and we'll um, at the draw top a post. do a little sketch. Yeah. Of you. that sounds like quite a nice experience. Exactly. Um, mine would be when I was younger, as in like an older teenager. I really wanted to be a travel writer. Like that was what I really wanted to do. Oh my god, amazing! Yeah, travel writer or journalist. Like that was that's incredible. But then I don't know confidence or whatever. There's and, there's cons to that because I I thought traveling like and being a travel guide would be my dream job but you then you then don't 
you miss out on like your friends' experiences, don't you? Because you're constantly traveling. Well, yeah. And to be honest, as I've got older, I just, I like coming home. Yes. (laughs) Like I like going on holidays, but the traveling that I was doing when I was younger, I just don't want to do it anymore. No, no. So I would say my dream job would be to be an author. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is this like if money's not an issue? Uh, I'd be making a lot of money doing it, Emily. Yeah. Actually, my books would be extremely well received. I'm just saying, like... What, but you as the arting, art, painting, hiking guide? If Wait, wait, can I... Is that based on salary? I would like to um, just be like, uh, like, go around doing different sporting challenges. That would be my favourite thing to do. Yeah. Like... Try, I know someone that does that. Try and teach... Like, try and learn how to dive. Try and learn how to run a marathon. Try and learn... That's not a job. Yeah, but how can the I... The question was, what would your dream job be? Well, I guess be? that's social media, isn't it? So she wants to be an athlete. Yeah, Is but, like, but like not that? in one sport. <laughs> oh, I want to go and try, like, scuba diving, or I want to just do that, you know? Fair enough. Why not? Should we get a quote? <laughs> Someone, if you know a job like that, can you <laughs> let me know and hire me? Because I'm amazing. I'm never late. <laughs> <laughs> what was that noise I just made? That was our book. Molly was just like... <laughs> 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 Liar. <laughs> Let's get an inspirational quote. So I picked a quote um, that I think is quite good for this episode because... Well, that's the idea. <laughs> <laughs> because I know how to do my job. I picked this quote because it's totally irrelevant <laughs> and it's not doesn't really fit the episode at all. <laughs> I'm going to say the quote. <laughs> I guess you can, you can tell me why I picked it. Okay. You're not for everyone. Even a gentle breeze ruffles some leaves. Yes, I think that's perfect. Why this this quote for this episode, Molly? Well, I didn't know I was going to be quizzed on it, but I think because when you put out a podcast, there's a lot of fear and worry that it's not going to be received well or people won't like it. But I guess that quote is just telling us, look... Not everyone is going to like you. Not everyone is going to like what you do. Even, you know, it says a gentle breeze can, you know, some people aren't going to like that even. So you do you, do what you want. And yeah, fuck it if no one likes it. If you enjoy it, if it makes you happy, then go for it. Exactly. And there will be people that will like it. As long as you're not doing, obviously, we're talking about as long as you're not doing any harm towards anyone or saying any hate speech or anything like that. Oh, well, obviously. Yeah, that, stop that. But like, yeah, you can do it um, if you really want to do it. People will judge. This is inevitable, but um, the people close to you won't. Um, or they will, but they won't tell you. <laughs> yeah. But it could blossom into something incredible and really exciting. So you're missing you're missing that chance if you let yourself stop yourself, you know? Exactly. Let's uh, wrap it up there. This has been Stupid Genius. You need to go and follow us on Instagram at stupidgenius underscore pod. Give us a rating. Tell us what we're doing wrong, I guess. <laughs> Send it to your mate because don't forget Emily did make us a promise last week on the podcast that she's going to get waterproof tattooed on that little peachy white ass of hers. Uh, anywhere, actually. And about, I really want it on your butt cheek because it's just waterproof. funnier. <laughs> it's yeah, just fine. funnier on your ass. I'll have it on my ass. Um, so share the podcast, please. Before we forget as well, just to mention, you guys, keep your eyes peeled on the Instagram because we've got something really exciting coming out. We've got some exclusive yes exclusive stupid genius merch which we will be doing a little giveaway for so keep your eyes peeled and we'll see you next week bye bye thanks for letting us go in here